So y'all, we're jumping on the trend. We're jumping on the TikTok trend of listing the five things that we would never ever do as advertising, PR, marketing practitioners. So you ready? I'm gonna give you the five already up front, and All then right. we're gonna go through them. Is that okay? Let's do it. Okay. The first one is never cl clutter a page. Keep it clean. The second one is never assume that anyone is gonna read past the second sentence. The third is take out negativity in your headlines. The fourth is to know the difference and to never confuse PR with marketing. Feel very strongly about that, you will see. And the last is never eat cereal with a knife. I can't wait. So awesome. <laughs> I can't wait. This is so much fun. <laughs> okay, so clutter. 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 Tell us about clean pages. I will never clutter a page. Okay. We're doing advertising. The idea is to engage people, drive them to a point to take an action. Um, clients are the worst on this where typically they will say, hey, I want to put this on here. I want to do this. I want to make this bigger. What they're starting to do when they do those things, understandably those ads are very expensive so they want to get their real estate mm. right what they're not thinking through is iflow driving to the point less is always more always so never clutter a page so white space is okay white space is great that's mm. exactly what you're looking for you're looking for an iflow drive them in engage them get the reward so right? what if people can't see the clutter like it's kind of like you're colorblind <laughs> they can't see the clutter because the clutter is not there. I, that's why they can't see the clutter. That's a good point. But if you get to an app that's got all this stuff, you're like, oh, and just moving on. Yeah. Now, you can be intentional with clutter and do it on purpose, depending on what the product is, but it's it's rare that it works well. Okay. Pigeon span is short now. I think it's important for a non creative person to think white space is okay, white space is okay. Like yeah. it's not gonna hurt anything. Cram your logo in the middle of a bunch of stuff, hard to see. <laughs> yeah. Put your logo in the middle, a Ooh, lot of white good. space, lots to see. So the you next time the you're designing something, just step back and say, does it look cluttered? Why is it Do here? Does it need to be there just to have good eye flow? Is yeah. it simple? That's it. Good eye flow. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Okay, our second one. Okay. Never assume that anyone is going to read past the first two sentences. That's a good one. So this is kind of like a thing that you learn in your first class at journalism school. You do not learn this in English. So all of you English majors, I'm not going to say you can't write. I'm never going to say that. But it's writing for a type of audience. And as we are starting to go more online and attention spans are going shorter, I mean, there's all kinds of data and research to tell you. Put the most important stuff, the most important junk in the first two sentences. Because, I mean, do you read past the first two sentences? So I will never ever assume when I'm writing something that somebody is going to hang in with me till the third paragraph. A lot of speed I'm readers. just. 
you're just scanning through the first two, and if you want more context, that's what the rest of it's for. Sure. <laughs> but you know, as, as a person being in this for, what, over 20 years, it has even changed beyond that. Yes, the context can be later, so you put your main idea and your context, and so um, you're not building up to something, you're you know stating it at the beginning, However, now people aren't even hanging for the context. Right. That's, yeah. and so it shows that you really have to adjust with your audience. So never ever will I assume that people are gonna read through and hang with me. I am not that good of a writer. <laughs> and you are not either. <laughs> You're not either. Unless it's a book or a novel, yeah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, so in right, advertising, yeah, and advertising and anything in promoting products, um, building brand reputation. Yeah, you need people's attention immediately. Be compelling, so, get to the point. Be compelling. Compelling. Exactly. That's a good word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so our third. Third, never be negative in a headline. Negative. That's part of the get to the point. Yeah. Right? It's, although you think that could be very, hey, it's so different. It already paints a picture of a negative approach, a negative negativity to the product. And what you want to be doing is make things sound exciting as possible. Mm -hmm. Engage with, ooh, I want that. Mm -hmm. so most people are going to be drawn to that type of activity versus something that's very negative. You know, you know? I'm not going to say that we were geniuses when we did the Laws of Attraction <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. But I think we were onto something. That uh, might have been. Yeah. yeah. Because if you set this kind of negative tone, just like you're saying, yep. it's, I mean, it changes the way that you think about things as you read further. It does. When I was younger, I was one of those, let's buck the system. And I used negativity in a headline. And it was a great campaign. I loved it. Failed miserably. Really? Yeah. Because people don't care about that. What are you going to do for me? How are you going to make my life better? How are you going to do things more positively for me? How is this going to make me enjoy things? Not how it's going to make me, you know, feel bad. How is this going to uh, just just that tone of negativity? It just people pick up on it quickly. And it so failed, Greg. It failed. It failed. So yeah, it failed the clients didn't like it. Yeah. The okay, yep. that, no, I think that's a Doesn't really work. good. That's a yeah. yeah, and you've probably seen it over and over again. Not from us. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course we not. We learned. Yeah. I mean, that's part, just, of, part of what we do. We have to learn and grow. You witnessed and yeah, observed. Absolutely. Yeah. That was the positive Ooh, side that's of it. it. We learned and grew. Okay. <laughs> that makes me pay attention, though. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. The fourth thing I will never confuse PR with marketing. What's PR? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. Do we have 30 minutes on this? I mean, I we don't do think so. We do not have 30 minutes on this. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. So I graduated from UT Austin. What I loved about their communications school and their whole program is that they have these different tracks that you could go on. And for the time, which was about 25 years ago, 25 years ago, it was revolutionary to have a track in PR because a lot of people just clumped PR in, into just other things um, and they didn't acknowledge that it was a true practice and a true skill and oh, I just I love it. Um, there was broadcast journalism and some others. 
What we're seeing now when students are going to college is they have a communications program or they have a marketing program, but it really doesn't get specific. And I just feel like a lot of these colleges are doing a disservice to students who are really interested in building brands in different ways. So PR is about a brand's credibility and its reputation, and it is limitless. And it can be before the brand gets started, it can be during, it can be after. It does not have to be about a product. It can appeal to many stakeholders and not just one audience segment. Um, marketing is promoting a product uh, getting people to buy into it and that's all great nothing is wrong with that advertising is about really pushing and promoting that product as well but PR you can take it so many places one of the things that I fell in love with and made me decide to go down that track is that PR has a four-step process and um, I just strongly believe that creatives don't necessarily have to be able to draw pretty pictures I think uh, having a management component is really important, especially if you want to move into owning a business or managing others. It's just way more marketable and way more useful in um, the economy that we're growing into. And so the possibilities are endless, but I love this four-step process. I mean, what you do, you research, you know how I love data yes, and numbers. Do you plan you implement and then you evaluate you look at the performance and you adjust and i think that is so important and i think sometimes sometimes marketers get confused and only look at one piece of the funnel and on all of the pieces of the funnel and they're not fully advocates for their clients whereas PR teaches you to do that. And if you wanna know more about PR, the king of PR was Edward Bernays, who really coined the term in the 20s and um, just made it its own discipline. And I'm so thankful to my professors at UT Austin, particularly uh, Dr. Anderson. I don't know where he is, but he was awesome. He got me my first internship at Ketchum PR. Mm. And I can tell you, knowing the difference between all of the disciplines has helped me so much in my career. Um, so don't sound ignorant next time. Don't clump everything into marketing. There is a difference, y'all. And if you want to know more, I'm always like, obviously, I just talked for 30 minutes. You can always pick up the phone. I'm happy to tell you more differences. Okay, so that was four. Okay. <laughs> I will never confuse it, and you better not ever confuse it. Anymore. That's why you're here. <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> and I love it. I love it. Okay, the fifth thing. Fifth thing. Never ne eat cereal with a knife. Do you imagine how messy that is? My cookie crisp? Yeah. So when you come into the office, we have food here. We come in, get you a little bowl of cereal, get some energy go. It's, gonna, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Right? So the point of that is really about using the right tool for the job that you're <laughs> Thank doing. Thank you. I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> that matters. Everybody tries to you all use software as an example. Everyone wants Illustrator or Photoshop to do everything for them. You know, I'm on that side of it, so it's easy for me to lean there. That's just one example. Those tools are specific for certain things. Mm -hmm. They can do other things, mm -hmm. not quite as well mm -hmm. as what the other 
platforms can do. Illustrators for creating those graphics, mm -hmm. getting those uh, vector files, making things they can grow, no resolution to them. Photoshop's about manipulation on imagery. So knowing, knowing what, what those is... tools are for and knowing how to use those tools are super important. InDesign, the one that is least taught, is where you bring all of that together. Yeah. And you do that to hopefully overcome challenge you might have later. Right? If you bring a logo into a file the right way, you go adapt that logo later, it's gonna adapt across all of your work. You drag that in, you're gonna have to adapt it every single time that you've mm. used that everywhere, and that's where mistakes happen. Those kind of mistakes cost a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So never eat cereal with a knife. Never Know your tools. Never use a Phillips screwdriver to do certain, because I get Unless you confused. got a Phillips screw, yeah. That's usually pretty good. <laughs> that happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the tools apply to everything. If you, if you see a construction worker is very good at what he does, and I love doing that kind of handsy type work. Mm -hmm. Tools matter a lot. Tools get you done in five minutes. The wrong tool gets you done in an hour and a half and it's probably not as precise, probably not as good. So true. Even cutting a piece of wood that easily. Yeah. So you yeah. got to think about those tools. There's reason that those tools are in place. Now, some of those tools are expensive. But you know, I will say, talking about Adobe Creative Suite, mm -hmm. it's, it's not as expensive as it used to be. Everything was on cloud, or everything is on cloud now, and it's somewhat affordable. So now people need to know how to use it. It's about perspective, I think, on okay. that too, but companies have to pay for it all, right? Mm -hmm. So the individual doesn't, but individuals come out of school, they get discounts because they're students. Mm -hmm. Those are, if you're going into the creative side of things, more on the design side of things, conceptual side of things, those tools and mastering those tools are critical to be able to do a job in a way that doesn't kill the agency later mm. by costing a lot of money right. for little mistakes that should be caught. And another thing from what you're saying, first that I take away is InDesign brings it all together. Love mm. that. Um, but also it's, again, not about creating pretty pictures. It's how they function and how yeah. how they're used and how, you know. Talk about the It's headline. how you set it up. Yeah. 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 It's you got a headline, you, you got copy, you got visuals, you're drawing people in. You're doing the same thing when you're building that thing. You're building it the right way. And also, if you're not, somebody else has to deal with that later, mm -hmm. have you set it up in a way that they can deal with it later? That's First, how you retreat the deal. Yeah. So you have to think through those things. Those things really matter. It's something you won't learn in school. So. There you go. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Okay, y'all. So what do you think? Did we cover five things that we would never, ever do? Never, ever, ever, <laughs> ever. Ever, 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 mm. ever, 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 yeah. in marketing and advertising. So if you want to know more or if you want to follow this podcast or watch it, follow Glint and the Glint Standard on any social media platform, any podcast platform. And we would love for you to comment. In fact, if you want to tell us what to talk about next month, we'll read it. We might not do it, but we love to hear it. So let us know what you think. Have a good one. Thanks for watching this episode of The Glint Standard. You can see more episodes here or click the logo below to follow our channel. And please hit the thumbs up if you like this episode.